Hello, everyone. Welcome to TV Literate, the podcast that unapologetically enjoys trashy TV. I'm Jillian. And I'm Megan. And it's Christmas. It's fucking Christmas, y'all. Can you believe it? I, I cannot. I can still anybody feel here like I'm in it? April. Nope. No, nobody can here believe it. <laughs> I believe, I believe. I believe, I believe. Yeah, I, I really like I do not know where this year went. I'm not necessarily mad that it's almost over because it's not been great. Yeah. But like. What the fuck? How was it Christmas? I don't know. Yeah, like, it's a pretty fucked up year, but also, like, it's been a real bad year for, like, my thoughts on mortality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so time going faster. Not great. Not That's go- true. Not great. It's, it's, it's definitely, it adds another, like, layer of unease to this whole, <laughs> the whole thing mm-hmm. is, like, how fast time is slipping away. It's... Mm-hmm. Just a weird Am I gonna time. Am going to be trapped be here forever? Yeah. It feels like I will never leave my house again, which honestly, at this point, I don't want to ever leave my house again. Ugh. So. It's a cesspool out there now. It is. Yes. And I am immunocompromised and I'm a delicate flower and I just want to stay inside and away from it all. So, Jillian, what have you been watching lately? So, this has not been a trash week for me. I have watched The Witcher season two, which, oh, so good. So good. I love I've never it. seen The Witcher, so I don't you know. You should probably watch it. <laughs> probably watch it. Yeah. I mean, like, do you like fantasy normally? Yeah, I do. It's been a while since I've, like, really got into anything fantasy, but I, historically, yes, I do like okay. fantasy. Yeah, it's like spooky monster fantasy. Okay, like, kind I of can, like, what if medieval, I, but, like, dragons and demons. Okay. That sounds like something that both Kyler and I could probably get into, so. Yeah. Well, Well, lots of cool, strong women, lots of very funny jokes that just are delivered deadpan by fucking Cavill. What's his name? Henry. Henry Cavill? Yeah. Something like that? That sounds right. Something like that. That does sound right. Yeah, he's a shitbag, but he's just dumb and pretty in a bad wig, so. There you go. Hey, whatever. That's good. Um, Other than that, we watched... Nothing. I don't think we watched anything other than that. We played a lot of Halo. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, no. We watched The Great Season 2 as well, which was also really good. Kyler oh. watched that. Kyler lo- it's one of Kyler's favorites. I he love lo- he that He loved Season 2. So. Season 2 was really good. I think mm-hmm. I liked Season 1 a little bit more because it was less like high stakes, uncomfortable situations. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> Season That two sounds like good. something Kyler would like, so. Yes. Yes. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, that's I'm really like that's not my thing, but it's definitely Kyler's thing and he he loves that one. So I'm glad that's you enjoyed fair. it. Yeah, I really just like Elle Fanning ever since she was yeah. in Neon Demon. She was so good in Neon Demon. Yeah, I've seen I haven't watched The Great, but like I've seen pieces of it while Kyler's watched it and it's not my thing, but like Elle Fanning does a great job. Like she seems like she does a great job in it and I was really impressed with her cuz I have not really seen much of anything with her in it, so I was mm-hmm. impressed. Well, if you want to watch a real weird kind of Elizabeth Bathory allegory, go watch the Neon Demon and Elle Fanning's in it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah. So that is all I have watched. What have you been watching? So I've definitely had a trash week, but yeah. I've really only watched one show, but I've watched several seasons of it and I don't even really know how I started watching it, but I've been watching Uh-oh. several seasons of Ink Master which is full trash. Which one is Ink Master? It's a tattoo. It has Dave Navarro is the host. It's okay. a tattoo competition show. Oh, yes. I do remember this. So they have like, you know, a bunch of tattoo artists in various stages of their careers, you know, competing to be who's Ink Master. And every every season there's like some type of dumb twist like, oh, this year it's apprentices and masters or this year it's like I don't even know, like teams and shit. So they're always just like such trash. Cause like, do they tattoo on the real people? Yes. They call them canvases. They call them human canvases. So the human canvases who are objectified already are in the show <laughs> and they judge their tattoo and they can be like, your tattoo is really fucked up. I hate oh, it. Yeah. And that's, but most okay so to be fair which the show uh, they when they critique the tattoos sometimes they're in the room and when they are in the room they're pretty nice but when they're just critiquing photos of the tattoos to the artist is when they're mean about it but like even still like they're gonna see those 
the episode yeah, with their everyone's tattoo. gonna watch oh yeah i was on this season of ink master like everyone's gonna watch their episode yeah and they're fucking brutal like the judges are brutal on the tattoos too and but it's like some of like just awful people some of them are not all of them but just mm-hmm. like hotheads drama all kinds of shit and some really incredible tattoos and some mm-hmm. really fucking awful tattoos so huh. it's but it's very entertaining <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, I was into the other ink ones that weren't the competition, but were like Kat Von D and everything. And then Kat Von D turned yes. out to be a piece of shit. Yes. Like literal Nazi piece of shit. Literal Nazi. <laughs> she lives in, she quit, her, she like stopped her LA shop or is stopping mm-hmm. it so she could live in rural Indiana. So <sighs> if that gives you any sense of where her brain is right now. Girl. I don't know. Yeah. She's in Mike Pence country. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, yeah, she's like full anti-vax and uh, anti-Semitic and awful. So, yeah, don't buy her shit, guys. <laughs> yeah, don't. But she is an incredibly talented artist. Which is yeah, which is the fucking problem. <laughs> yeah, but we can appreciate her art after she's not here to profit Be- from it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's my rule with shitty art and artists. I don't support them if I'm giving them any money while they're alive. Right. But, yeah. like, I can handle, like, Dali and everybody who kind of have a shitty past. Because you're like, well, they're dead, so yeah, I, it's not much they're you dead can do already. About it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, cool. All right, so this week we are continuing with the longest season ever of The Bates. Holy shit. And all the episodes are so long. Like, I this know. is the first time we've had more than, like, one 40-minute episode. I know, and there's, like, more coming, too, because there's, like, a wedding and stuff, and those are always long episodes. Yeah, so next week just... we have the Bachelorette episode, which is an hour, and the wedding episode, which is an hour. God, pray for us. <laughs> <laughs> but today, we are going to start off by talking about episode called The Best is Yet to Come, which is not a bad episode title, finally. No. Someone <laughs> kind of gave up on this one, because, like, all of the episode titles were just kind of like, can we have... A wedding shower yeah. without the bride and groom? People are going to make decisions in this episode. The yeah, best is yet to come. Really just did not use a lot of brain power on these, which is fine, honestly, because sometimes fine. they use too much brain power on them and it's extra and I hate it. So for this episode, it starts off with Tori, Carlin, and Josie going on a triple date together. And they're all teasing Tori that, ooh, could this be more than just a date? And it's just, you know, ooh, engagement. <sighs> This is the cruelest scene for me. Like, this whole part was just so cruel. So, Tori and Bobby, Carlin and Evan, and Josie and Kelton are going on a triple date, and they go into Knoxville and go downtown, and they have a nice little time. They have food, and they give them flowers. I don't know. And they don't have chaperones. Yeah. They even talked about this, that the parents say that they trust that like the you know that their values are the same values as their kids and that they want to follow them and that there's like three couples together so they can kind of be each other's chaperones mm-hmm. but i mean i guess i mean it's ridiculous to consider but i mean it's it's nice that they're given at least a little bit more freedom than some yeah. of the other fundy families well and to be fair on any group dates i've ever been on no one has gone off and like banged yeah, that's not that's that's not really like the dangerous territory to be. Uh-uh. In, it would so. be weird to be like BRB. <laughs> just give us fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, what are you guys doing? Oh, I think they're just you know, have mm. taken a walk. Sure. God, and you know, if anybody, if it was Josie or um, Tori doing something, Carlin would just stand there and just screech. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Hundred percent. Yes. But yeah, Gil says that he trusts them and their faith in the Lord. But I think it's really just because all of them are over 18. Yeah, it's true. And so he's like, well. And just to play devil's advocate, there is a full filming crew with them as well. True. But they send (laughs) chaperones with a full filming crew otherwise. True. Because you know the film crew often are of the devil. Yeah. I mean, I don't think the film crew is going to get really, like, disgusted if carlin and what's his face kiss or something like no that film crew is gonna film it and gonna put it on the next episode (laughs) exactly and it's gonna be the whole plot of the whole next season yeah (laughs) Um, but so they eat their food and mm -hmm. 
they keep asking him about all the proposal stuff. Everyone, Kelton and yes. everything, like, oh, you're going to propose? And it's like, everyone's right here. Uh, yeah, it's like, I understand if they want to talk about this, but that definitely seems like a private conversation and not like in front of everybody in the middle of a date. Just yeah. doesn't really seem appropriate. But yeah, these people don't really know boundaries with this stuff, it seems like. so. Yeah, and I mean, if he wanted it to not be like a secret, that's fine. But he wants it to be a secret. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then after they eat, they go shopping um, a little bit and <laughs> at the Blutique Boutique. Oh, no. I didn't even notice that was what it was called. Blutique. <laughs> Blutique. That's uh-huh. a name. This is Tori is also very annoying about her engagement ring, like so annoying that I want to scream. Mm-hmm. Also, it's like she doesn't whenever she's talking about it, she doesn't really seem that excited about being engaged. She's just excited about the ring, which is mm-hmm. like not the priority, but she no. teases um, Bobby that he's, she's going to search the whole house so she can find her engagement ring. And it's just like really annoying because yeah, it's like, like he just, just wants to make a little special thing for yeah, you. He's doing it just, for you. So like, just give it a second and appreciate the fact that you're being thought of. Right, exactly. Yeah, just yeah. be patient. Just relax. It's okay. Um, we did have one of the bland white men show Tori a hat that said wifey on it, but she can't read cursive, so she said hyphy? Hiffy? <laughs> I love that. Hyphy. Oh, God. It it's was like, so oh, funny. Honey, please. <laughs> um, they all think that he's going to propose tonight because Tori prefers low-key things and she's mm-hmm. shy and awkward, as we learn. Yes, very With clearly. so much clarity in the next <laughs> few episodes but no <laughs> yeah they go afterwards they go to a park and actually and also kelton has mm-hmm. the ring with them and shows or bobby has it and shows kelton that he has yeah. the ring with them so it's like what the yeah. fuck he's like always prepared yeah then they go to a park afterwards and there just happens to be their photographer mm-hmm. taryn there just taryn their photographer that they always have for their engagements and their weddings and it's like it clearly looks like it's about to happen and they're all taking photos together, and it's real cute. And then Bobby's just like, I don't think this is the right place for it. I think I'm going to wait. And it's like, what the fuck? Why? No. It's so clear that you were trying to make it seem like it was going to happen. And that is not okay. It's so mean. It's so mean. So mean. Like, I don't even know how. That's so mean. Like, she yeah. was. Like, I think they should have split this episode in two episodes and named one Blue Balls. <laughs> yeah, because that's what this whole real. thing is like the anticipation like oh no I'm so nervous I just got my nails done I'm so excited he said that he's gonna do an ASAP and nope go no, yeah bye the, no. Ugh, no so then Bobby decides to get together with K- Kelly and Gil to talk about proposing and kind of figure out a plan and they're brainstorming locations and he says he kind of wants to do it in the next couple of weeks mm-hmm. Kelly Joe turns into the like sappiest little sweet marriage wedding all of a sudden when he's like you know in the next couple of weeks and she does like that hand thing where she rests her hands oh. like her head on her clasped yeah. hands and it's like oh. <laughs> oh gosh i'm just thinking about the day my daughter's gonna get boned for the first time ew gross mm-hmm. i hate that so then Tori, Carly, and Josie, Carly, Carlin, and Josie Carly. all study together, which is basically them talking about courtships and uh-huh. boys and stuff. Carlin says that she thinks that Josie is going to get married before her, and she's jealous about that, which, like, I don't even know what to unpack there. I hope Josie didn't get married before her, but she might have, because doesn't she... Josie have the same amount of kids as the as Josie Carlin, has? Josie has two, and Carlin's pregnant with her second, so yeah. Shit. I don't know. I yeah, I don't know actually, but we'll find and out. They all married the same white man. <laughs> they did. It's hard to keep. It's hard to keep them all it's straight. It's so hard. When they were all together, I was like, they really do look the same. Like I was able to like compare them. With yeah, the three of them standing there. I'm like, still no idea. Yeah, it's so hard. But yeah, I don't know. Tori just talks about how she wants to be engaged, and I do understand her excitement and impatience because I was there too. Like I definitely yeah. was like ready to get engaged before kyler was so i get that but it's just a lot it's like an appropriate conversation to be this like obsessed about it with your sisters and yes. then just shut the fuck up about it to your soon-to-be fiance yeah like don't he probably doesn't need any more pressure than he already is yeah, under he's, like he's just, so anxious 
Yeah. Just say, you know, I wouldn't mind getting married or engaged. <laughs> just occasionally to be like, I will say yes. Yes. Just so you know, wouldn't be mad. <laughs> okay. So when we were talking to Kelly and there was like a Zach talking head moment just before they started studying, they were talking about how um bobby is trying to propose like all the proposals are starting to be for the families and everything and he's like even a bad proposal isn't gonna run this family off (laughs) and i was like yeah that's that should be most families honestly yeah proposals don't matter that much like unless you accidentally kill your soon-to-be affianced that would be bad that would be bad but i'm sure it's happened people have like accidentally pushed their significant other off a cliff or something Damn, this is getting dark really quick. Sorry. (laughs) I just think about all the possibilities, and of course I'm going to think about all the bad possibilities. I get it. I'm the same way. Just, like, jump to the worst possible conclusion and then go from Mm -hmm. there. Yeah. Um, Okay. So, we have Bobby and Kelton going to play disc golf to relax. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're relaxing, but they're also, of course, discussing engagement plans. And Bobby is talking about how it's really important to him that the family be involved because she, he knows that that's important to Tori. I forgot her name. <laughs> I know. Sorry. I can't remember which one is with which one. <laughs> and um, he's kind of like, at the same time, kind of like giving Kelton some advice about like how he should go about doing stuff with Josie and the Bates family and all kinds of stuff. And they just bro out. They do. They really bro out. They're like pumped about the engagement that Hell they're going to yeah. do tomorrow. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Pumped. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> so, um. <laughs> so it's proposal day now. And Bobby's parents are coming in town. And they are planning to meet Tori at her school to kind of surprise her. She has no idea they're coming. And they also bring some of her sisters along so she can get ready for the date which was thoughtful yeah definitely thoughtful because i definitely wouldn't want to like go and get like pictures taken of me in a beautiful place with what i would wear to college exactly like you just got out of school like you were probably there all day you yeah wearing a pair of pants that you can sit in for multiple hours at a time instead of like a cute dress yeah oh sorry they don't wear pants yeah i forgot yeah, there, it was just a crumpled up denim skirt that she was wearing, probably. But, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was definitely thought a good foresight and good thoughtful, good mm-hmm. thoughtful. <laughs> it was very thoughtful of him. Yep. Um, and so after she gets all dressed up, they go out and they meet Bobby's parents and everybody. Or yeah, they're just going to meet with Bobby's parents in their Mustang. And Tori yep. feels very weird riding in a Mustang because it's too fancy. She doesn't deserve fancy, fancy. Yeah, which, which, baby girl, it's a Mustang, first of all, and you deserve fancy. Yes. <laughs> Very Tennessee, the fancy yes, Mustang. For sure, for sure. So then on the other side, Gil and Kelly are at the proposal site, and they're kind of making sure everything is in order. What they're proposing is there's like waterfalls, mm-hmm. and it's like really it's scenic. In, it's in Asheville, yeah. North Carolina. Yeah. So they also pick up their picnic food and then they go to the waterfalls, which is where like the proposal take place and they set up their picnic. Mm-hmm. And then Tori and Bobby and the parents arrive and Tori is surprised, but very happy to see Gil and Kelly there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Tori is wowed by the view. I don't know. This part was all just a lot of like, this is what's happening. <laughs> Not yeah, much like, to like talk about. Right, um, yeah. It was very pretty, though, where they were. It was. It was so pretty. I mean, North Carolina, this whole kind of area of the country yes, has very lots pretty. of pretty, pretty places. Mm-hmm. Um, so after they're done with their little picnic, instead of proposing in front of the beautiful waterfalls, they go to a new place called Wiseman's View. And Kelly and Gil run there before everybody mm-hmm. else to set up some flowers and stuff. And they put the fucking ring with the flowers <sighs> and they put it in the flowers where the, she could have picked it up and just yeeted it over the fucking edge. Yeah, they were. I, I literally was like I had I was having like heart palpitations. I was uh-huh. so stressed out because they're on this huge outlook, like overlooking like I don't even know. They're like on a yeah, fucking it's like the mountain. Blue Ridge Mountains or something. Yeah, yeah. like really fucking high up and. Mm-hmm the they like hid the ring under the flowers and it could have easily just like been knocked off so easily i cannot yeah. believe that they did that yeah if tori had been excited and ran to pick up the flowers she would have knocked it into the hell yes into hell exactly god and then they would have had a new um 
hobby of the metal finding thing. You know, Gil <laughs> would be out there looking for it like every day. Oh yeah, he'd be on his like hands and knees, like ring, ring. <laughs> um, but they finally found the ring, and he does a nice little short, sweet proposal where nobody cries or sings, which mm-hmm. is great. And he actually um, seemed like he'd like thought out what he wanted to say, and it seemed yeah, like, very nice. It was nice. It was. He was like, you know, life is crazy, and I know our lives have been more crazy than we expected, but life is short, and I don't want to spend it with you. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, that's reasonable. Like, yeah, that's a cool. good proposal. Um, she Tori likes the ring so much that she forgets to say yes. So yes, it was good. This and it was wasn't my... as ugly as I expected. <laughs> yeah, it was like again. It goes back to her. Like she, well, and in the car too. Even on the car on the way to the Outlook, she's like pressuring him to show her the ring. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, you are about to see it in like ten minutes. Shut the fuck up and let him do it. And then when he she does see the ring, instead of saying yes, I will marry you, she just says. Oh, it's so pretty. It's like, uh-huh. it's uh, we, uh, just, oh, it's God. so much. Like, maybe, <laughs> maybe she's already just decided that she's married to him in her mind, and that's what courtship was, but she really it, loves that ring, man. She, she does. I mean, phew. But, yep, they're engaged. And uh, the parents were all on a separate oh, ow, uh, overlook <laughs> Yes. That, looked over at the other one mm-hmm. so they could watch the whole thing but and still be then, private it was nice then they did the fucking i love you hands and i just had like a deep like church triggering memory of that because man everyone does the <laughs> i love you hand in church <laughs> yes <laughs> but yeah it was very romantic it was nice it was and, and... despite tori's best efforts to not make it romantic <laughs> yeah exactly and then she comes out with the ring and shows everybody. I look weird with this. I look weird with the ring. I don't. I don't know what I feel like with the ring. <laughs> it's like, oh god, I don't even know. At least it's over. At least she can stop asking mm-hmm. to see the ring now. Mm-hmm. So then the next episode is called "Save the Date and Decisions to Make." Yep. And so this episode starts out with Tori and Bobby going out to dinner with Gil and Kelly because they want to talk to them about something. The original mm-hmm. plan was for them to wait, which they'd been talking about this for seasons and seasons, yeah. that they were going to wait until Tori was graduated, which is this coming May. I think this is mm-hmm. around August, just basing it yeah. off of other yes. episodes. August and or September. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. So they were going to plan to wait till May, but they don't want to wait that long. I guess they're incredibly horny. They're incredibly horny, and also, I think she's going, I mean, if she's going into elementary school teaching, if she actually does it, she would have to go right into student teaching, Mm -hmm. and he, if he wants to be a minister, said that he was going to do full-time ministry, so, like, I get it that it wouldn't be the most opportune time in May, but also, you've literally been talking about May forever. You could have probably broached the subject many moons ago. Right. So, they decided to move the wedding up to December, which is, like... (laughs) Not very far away. Mm-mm. Three months but, away as far as I think. <laughs> yeah, they were really like, I think, nervous to tell Gil and Kelly to ask him about it. But thankfully, Gil relates to being incredibly horny. And so <laughs> he's like, I get it. I've been there. So I'm going to allow it. Yep. You are following in our in our horny footsteps. Which, yes. And this is not surprising in any way, but it's interesting that like, you have to ask your dad if it's okay for you to get married at this time. Like I didn't, when I got engaged and I decided to get married, I decided when I was going to get married with my husband, we picked when we were going to get married. We picked a time. And we told everyone. Yeah. You tell everyone. I mean, like you ask your mom and dad, like, Hey, are you available this weekend? Just to like get the main attractions at the show. Like you don't have any big surgeries Mm -hmm. scheduled. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, they are not going to be, deciding when the wedding is but Mm-mm. and it's like what i don't even know but it's all about it's all whatever gil wants it's his property so his yep his daughter his girl <laughs> taking it Come on. Um, so then this episode yeah i hated this episode this is why i think it was in august because i looked it up at nathan's birthday is at the end of august oh so yeah. for nathan's birthday the family always goes out on a big lake day well not the family only the boys of course so mm-hmm. they're doing it the same this year actually yeah they talked about how it started out it was just the family and then they're like oh let's just do guys and, and so then it's the I'm, guys and all their friends and it's the guys yeah. and some extra guys but no girls allowed because you can't talk about jesus in the same way with girls around not you. at all not at all i know that god tells me lots of gender specific things definitely definitely 
It looks like a fun lake house, though. It was but... a really cool house, but this whole thing looks like literally my actual worst nightmare because there's mm-hmm. just like a ton of guys and they're all there, you know, just like really, really excited about Jesus. And 26 youth pastors gather in a house. <laughs> what happens? Just awful. So, the, of course, the very first thing they do is have Bible study because you can't have a lake weekend without starting with Bible study. Ugh. And this is where uh, I think I think it was Warden, maybe one of the younger boys says Mm -hmm. it's a kind of retreat for guys to talk about God and share with each other in a way you wouldn't be able to talk around girls. (laughs) What does that even mean? What are you saying? Like, what are you thinking, Warden? That is so (laughs) terrible to women that they can't hear. It sounds like you just don't want to be around women. Which, you know, fine. Keep it up. Yeah. (laughs) whatever don't yeah we don't, just we don't, don't torture anyone <laughs> just be a bachelor have fun bye um yeah this whole thing just looked like either an accident waiting to happen like they had all of the like ski dudes and they had the tubes and they had the fucking all of the stuff that you drag behind the boat really fast and the lake was not that big and there were a yeah. lot of people on there well and we know the baits and how they handle they're not they're not very safety conscious people so no i'm surprised nobody got eaten up by a propeller yeah pretty much they, <laughs> they go to an area called jump bridge and they all literally jump off a bridge together yep that's very tennessee very tennessee it feels like a tennessee coming of age novel yeah for <laughs> sure for sure they would go down a jump bridge and we'd all jump off the bridge together exactly. and that's how i knew they were my brothers but at least they got some good bro time, some good bro and god time together. Bro chacho. <laughs> <sighs> Do you have anything else to say about that? There wasn't a No, time. I hated all of this. Yeah. I don't know. It was weird and gross and I just You know, did you watch Fleabag? Mm-mm, I haven't watched it. Okay. Sorry. So there's this scene in Fleabag, this like part of it where she goes to a women's retreat where it's being silent the whole time and then next door there's the men's retreat and they get to yell at like a blow-up sex doll of a woman and get out all their anger at women and that's what this feels like (laughs) yeah yeah definitely that's that's funny yeah for sure god yeah it was just very like lots of toxic masculinity there don't want any part of it tbh okay so, so back now to that we're done planning. with the fucking lake party, we're going to wedding planning, which I never thought I would be happy to see. <laughs> yes, much prefer it, though. Erin comes over, and her and Tori and Kelly work on kind of a to-do list for the wedding, and Bobby joins them as well. Uh, they had a talking head, and I love that Queen Callie, who is only eight mm-hmm. years old, already knows what her wedding colors are going to be. <laughs> and she's They're blue and gray, and she knows, and what a mood. It's so funny. She's like, they're my favorite two colors. And then uh, Adelie was like, you're only eight years old. And she's like, I just know. I know. I just know. She knows she has to fucking plan ahead because nobody can plan in this family. Exactly. Go for it, (laughs) Callie. Keep going for it. So, yeah, Carlin is going to be Tori's maid of honor and Aaron's her matron of honor. I don't know why she has two. They're both her sister. So just pick one. But whatever. I don't care. It's weird. Fuck it up. Who cares about the wedding traditions and industry yeah. just break it all do what you want <laughs> so then they talk about how they're going to go to kentucky to oh get god wedding dresses the second they said i know name, I, I was, was like, like yes miss renee i was like the <laughs> miss renee of counting on fame and you heard of her from some friends <laughs> wonder which friends they were wonder so yes we go to kentucky Mm -hmm. and they go to renee's bridal we're reunited with renee it's good to see her she's still looking more and more like gwen shamblin every day (laughs) for sure (laughs) so they are making this poor woman make a dress from scratch in such a short amount of time i feel very bad for her i mean it's a long amount of time compared to like joy who gave her like that's true so i guess she's very used to this time frame with her clients but to me that sounds pretty ridiculous to be like make this dress from scratch in three months i wonder if she just has like different pieces that she just like sews together and she just yeah like pre-done yeah that that definitely could be 
So they kind of go over all of the things she wants and doesn't want in a dress. Mm -hmm. She kind of seems more into like the A-line look, not super poofy. She likes lace, all kinds Mm -hmm. of stuff. She kind of gets ideas and then they are going to be coming back with all the sisters soon to do Mm -hmm. some fittings. And I have to say, this fucking moment where Kelly looks at the dress that she eventually ends up getting and it's the champagne color underneath and she calls it khaki she's like yes. that dress is khaki, khaki. And I'm like, is it khaki because i don't think it's khaki it's no. champagne it's yeah like, that is mm. you i could see you saying like beige and getting away with it mm-hmm. but not khaki no and isn't khaki like the fabric too yeah like, it has, yeah it's it's not, i don't think khaki's a color i think it's like yeah i think it's like a fabric and a color or something. yeah exactly i don't know, I don't know. but <laughs> regardless neither of those were in a satin <laughs> wedding dress <laughs> exactly yeah um do you have anything else to say about this episode or can we just move on nope the next episode is a porn name though icing on the cakes <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah bow, chicka, wow wow oh god so we get some more toxic masculinity at the start of this episode nathan Uh is back in town he has been off at alert camp in texas which is where yeah they go and they're i don't even know it's like a punishment camp hasn't he been alert training people he didn't actually go go yeah he's so he's like training the ss of this like little concentration camp that they've created pretty much yeah God. he was training some of them to be pilots again they're i don't know what it is but they're just gonna go human traffic people i know that's or what like, they do <laughs> anyway so he's been gone for a while so he's back and they decide to go horseback riding and catch up on life so we catch up with trace who talks about how he did not make the basketball team unfortunately poor, tiny poor little tennessee college i feel so bad i was like there's no way he can't make this team but nope there's a way he can't make this he team. didn't but he gets to be team manager and the, the coach said that the biggest problem with trace is that he doesn't have any a lot of experience with teams and stuff and so at least this will give him some experience so maybe maybe next year maybe next year if only he had actually gone to a high school yeah, I know, right? Maybe he could have gotten some experience like every other kid on the team probably did. Yep. So then Nathan talks yeah. a little bit about his time training pilots. And then while he was doing that, there was the big hurricane in Puerto Rico. And so they had to do some white boy savior shit. Yep. They flew in. No electricity. No navigation. We were just flying in with just an iPad. You know, like they did in the old days. Yeah, just an iPad. <laughs> and we were the first ones to get these people food or water it had been seven days since the hurricane and this was we were the first people they saw wow all right they were drinking out of mud mud puddles mud puddles Puddles. (laughs) sorry i just they're just so over dramatic about how much they affect the world and yeah and also like but also on the flip side of that like what resources were you taking up down there at the time that could have been used by people who actually needed them that's mm-hmm. the question but mm-hmm. we won't get too deep into that no. so <laughs> we're lawson, not an investigative journalist podcast no lawson on the other hand is been going back and forth between nashville and he's recording two christmas songs because he wanted to do a whole album but he doesn't have enough yet so he's just doing two christmas songs so this is amazing to me i <clears throat> watched all of the duggars and ended up getting like Spotify recommends on my Christmas shit, like the Duggars sing Christmas because mm-hmm. I look at them on Facebook or whatever. I have not heard a single song of Lawson's. I've never been served anything by Lawson Bates, <laughs> and I am sure it is on there. And he really wants us to hear it, but he yeah, doesn't have just, that kind of marketing. It doesn't. It doesn't have the reach he, he hoped it would. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like, how have I not been tortured with a Lawson Bates song while listening to Spotify Shuffle? That yeah, that is a good question. So then the rest of this episode, well, most of the rest of this episode is wedding planning shit, of course. Mm-hmm. So they get all the key wedding players to meet at the church. Which just cracked me up. They- it was Kim, Kim, and Kay. <laughs> yes. They have, yeah, they have Kim's or Kelly's sisters who are like the cake and the flowers. They have the wedding planners, everybody, you know. And they tour the area and ask questions. They had to figure out how to put 22 people on the stage at once. Yep, because they have 10 bridesmaids and 10 groomsmen. Um, 
Tori is carrying around the wedding planner Kim's baby, like a baby doll this whole time when she's walking up there, like just smashed to her. Like this baby's like arms and legs are like. I did. At first I thought it was a doll. It did not look like a real baby the way she mm-hmm. was holding it. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, And then they're doing these fucking trees. The Melania <laughs> Trump Christmas. <sighs> <sighs> Shit. Yeah. They decided that since, well, Gil is, you know, he's a tree man. So he's cutting trees and branches down and they're making them like, they're putting them down the aisles for decoration. Cause it's going to be like a winter wonderland theme. But, like, the most depressing, like, how can we make winter, like, stark? Just yeah, bare like trees. Dead branches. Bare white trees. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're not going to do any of the, like, normal things that people do, which is, like, put greenery inside to make it feel warm and festive. It's like, no. This is a solemn occasion. <laughs> Dead trees only. Dead trees only. Um, so then they meet up and talk a little bit with Kelly's sisters about f- plans for flowers and the cake. And Tori's really this. indecisive and doesn't know anything. And it's just like, I don't know, whatever. Like, I I get it. I get the, like, decision fatigue of all of this. But, like, just say, like, I just want a white cake with white frosting or whatever. Like, whatever the fuck you want, just just do it. Just say it. Just do yeah. it. Don't just be like, just I don't care. Yeah. You pick. You pick. You pick. Like, no, this is for you. Yeah, don't and also like don't put that responsibility on somebody else because that's like a whole nother job. And they're already making that fucking cake for free for you. Yeah, yeah. Just at least give them some guidance. It's not that hard. But they're going to have 500 to 700 guests and she wants a ruffle cake. There we go. (laughs) Yeah, it's one of those fucking messy frosted ones where it's like, yeah, whatever. Different layers. Very Pinteresty. Yes, for sure. So the rest of this episode, Kelly is in Florida watching Alyssa's kids while they go on vacation. And while she's gone, it's Isaiah's birthday and she's sad about missing it. So she sets up this whole laser tag party. But of course, it's fucking boys only. Are the goy- are the goyles? Are the, the girls? <laughs> are the goyles? Are the girls allowed to do anything fun in this house? No, or do they just get to plan the weddings? Fun. Girls don't know anything about guns and they just get to plan weddings. Laser tag is fun as fuck, okay? I'm a girl, and I can say that. I know. Sorry, they're inside cleaning. That's true. Yeah. Cleaning and taking care of the babies. Yep. It was terrible. Um, It was the solstice people again, bringing a whole inflatable laser tag mm-hmm. setup. So mm-hmm. I guess they're going to be BFFs with the Vote family, I think they're called. Yeah. Vote. Whatever. Um. Yeah, Warden won the first round and was really annoying about it. And then they do oh, like yeah. a group round. Was... Again, Warden definitely seems like he could kill somebody. Yeah, he's he's scary. <laughs> <laughs> and so then after they do the laser tag, they all get together and they get some manly advice from his brothers about being a teenager and talk about his life and his goals. And then as the final parting scene... One of the other brothers gives him a purple nurple on the head, like whatever talking head. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if are you really brothers if you don't give each other purple nurples? I don't think so. Right? God, I hope I never have a brother, which is pretty set in stone now. <laughs> probably will, probably true. <laughs> I have a brother, but thankfully my brother is a very like kind, gentle person. So That's I good. was the mean one of the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good because you're not that mean. You're just a little mean. You I can, can be mean. mean. <laughs> <laughs> You've grown out of it. Let's just yes. say that. I hope so. Um, not only fucking hormones. The- <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Not this month, but most months. <laughs> okay. So the next episode is called Big Decisions, Bigger Opinions. <laughs> bigger Opinions. You know it's going to be fucking Carlin saying some hurtful you know shit about somebody in a dress. <laughs> God, fucking Carlin. Anyway, we'll get into that. Anyways, everyone's in town. (laughs) Yes, everyone is in town. So, of course, they have to have a big picnic in the park and celebrate. But can't have a, you know, event without having an announcement. (laughs) Yeah. If anybody's all together, there's going to be an announcement of something. Yes. So while Gil is unpacking the picnic food, he finds a stack of envelopes all like written out to everybody so he passes them out and they all open them and it's like a pregnancy announcement like saying we're having a baby Mm -hmm. whenever but nobody knows who it is 
so they're like asking and it was like so awkward because they oh. asked michael and i was yeah. like oh. oh nope nope she would be telling yeah y'all. yeah no but it was Alyssa. Alyssa yep. is pregnant and everyone is surprised she's pregnant again mm-hmm. she's surprised i think she's I think she uses birth control, doesn't she? I think she's said that I don't know. Before, but I can't remember. I don't know. But she has is having her third. And I was I was scared, but then I was so glad when they had Michael had a talking head and she said mm-hmm. that Alyssa called her ahead of time and told her because I was about to be so mad at Alyssa for doing this in uh-huh. front of Michael. Because just like a PSA, if you are pregnant, you find out you're pregnant and you know one of your close friends or family members is going through infertility, miscarriage or something like that. Be very sensitive about that and don't yeah. announce it like super excitedly don't put in front them in, of everybody. Like, an awkward situation yeah. where they're going to like have emotions that they need to deal with. Like you just call them and tell them and let exactly. them in the privacy of their home deal with what needs to be dealt with. Exactly. So I was very happy that Alyssa did that because I was going to be very upset for Michael. I was I was impressed with her too because when then when one of them asked like Michael is it you? Like I was like uh, uh, I know I literally was put like, your fucking oh. name on it. It's not Michael. Yeah. 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 She definitely should have said like it was kind of weird that he didn't. I don't know. Yeah. Like baby whatever the fuck their last name is. Yeah. It's like you're already surprising them with the envelopes and the thing anyway. Like you don't have to. It's just it was weird. But yeah, it was weird, especially because like Whitney did her thing where they even announced the full name and gender already like, yeah yeah whatever 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 so, so then we get to talk about the dress time where tori says the only thing i don't want you to say is how fat my arms are and i'm just like oh this sucks this sucks this sucks yeah 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 but that was that was I think I said those exact things at my bridal party too, and they were like, "Oh yeah, up, Megan." <laughs> I mean, it sucks. That's the thing. Yeah, like, bridal, we wedding all dress think shopping it. Sucks. We're like, "Oh god," you know. Don't mention like, but like, just when you're looking at dresses of people, don't mention their body parts. Just yeah. talk about the dress. <laughs> exactly. It's yeah, hundred percent. Just the dress, not about the person in it. Yeah. So they all go to Renee's bridal, and they're going to do bridesmaid dress stuff and wedding dress stuff. Mm-hmm. So they have a whole spread of food. Renee's gone all out for this. Mm-hmm. And Tori gets her hair and makeup done in a chair while the bridesmaids try on their dresses, which are purple, a couple different styles. They were pretty. They weren't really my style, I mean, but they were pretty. I hate the purple she's chosen because it's just so much like kids' birthday party purple to me. Yeah. Yeah. But it's fine. It's cheery, at least. It's not beige. That's true. Yeah. At least there, <laughs> at least there's some color here. <laughs> Um, yeah, so two of her bridesmaids are going to be four or five months pregnant by right. the time, so they're doing empire wastes for some people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I love a good mix and match bridal party. Yeah, definitely. And they all looked good together, too. Like, they all went well together, so that's nice. Yeah. So then they get into Tori trying on her dress. The first dress she tries on was the khaki dress. <laughs> the khaki dress. <laughs> Which I love this dress, honestly. I, do too. I think it's, it's really so pretty. Cute. And it doesn't look like modest, modest. It's just no. like how it's supposed to be. Right. It's uh, it's like a champagne um, like slip underneath and then mm-hmm. lace, long sleeves, buttons, long train. Yeah. Very pretty. I thought it was very pretty. And I thought that it's Tori so looked pretty. gorgeous in it. Yes. Yeah. No, I loved it. I liked all three of her dresses that she Same, chose, yeah. honest, that she like tried on. But yeah. Good. Yeah, and it seemed like she really, it's like her face really lit up, and it seemed like she mm-hmm. really liked it too. The second dress she tried on was all white lace. It had sleeves. Um, she liked it, but not as much as the first. It had the thicker lace that wasn't yeah. like that thin, pretty lace. It was kind yeah. of the chunky lace. Yeah, festival and then, lace. <laughs> <laughs> and then dress number three was all white lace. Um, it was a line, but like poofier. And everyone loves it, but it's clear that Tori does not. <laughs> which, you know, that's fine. She just doesn't want to have her arms out, which if it doesn't yeah. make her comfortable to have her arms out on her big day, put your little arms back in. Yeah. The, I mean, the long sleeves are, it's a beautiful look too. So I, I yeah. do get, I get it. And it's a winter wedding. So it's like the yeah. perfect time for long sleeves. Exactly. Yeah. But everyone, of course, is so fucking opinionated <sighs> and trying to pressure, especially mm-hmm. Carlin was really annoying during this. Always always <laughs> yeah she's like but don't you want to be in white white really makes you pop white's so great white's so great i don't really know about the champagne but you know, yeah. I don't know. then she just starts crying and she just requires yeah. a lot of 
attention yes yes <laughs> but yes. yeah they they talk about how they're really trying to pressure tori to go with the first dress but do it white instead of the champagne but she seems to really like the champagne and i do too mm-hmm. and they keep they like are like oh but you're you want the suits to be gray and that's gonna clash and first of all i don't think it i don't see that but whatever Ooh. Um, so they decide in the end that she is going to get the champagne, which I'm very glad that she stuck to it and didn't yeah. feel pressure to change it. And they're going to change the suits to like a navy. Yeah. Which honestly, heck, they haven't bought the suits yet. Like, yeah, sure. Easy do to it. change. Change them. <laughs> Dudes don't care if they're wearing gray or blue. Yeah. So she comes out with her veil and everything, and it's very clear that this is the one she wants. Yeah. And so everyone and she else... loves it, and everybody else is so shitty about it. Like, you could tell yeah. they cut it because she's like, you know, the veil's not going to be here; it's going to be under. It's not going to go over my face. They were being so shitty about it. This was <sighs> I was so annoyed at this because I understand people have opinions, but you should be going to a wedding dress fitting like this or whatever Mm -hmm. just to be supportive of the bride that is what you should be doing and if they ask you specific questions whatever but like it's clear that this is the dress that she wants that this is the dress she feels most beautiful most comfortable in so then shut the fuck up about it and just support her yep sorry you missed your chance for comment that was the first time she tried it on yeah it's like (laughs) god it was i was so annoyed with all of them yeah they were all being the worst but we didn't have to watch it for as long as we did one of the other times or maybe it was a Duggar one where it was just like fucking brutal the whole yes. time God. Yes. <laughs> yeah <sighs> at the end Carlin cries because she's so sad but it's like please we don't it's just the attention you're not that sad your husbands you. are gonna be best friends like <laughs> yeah cry me a fucking river <sighs> yeah I don't know but I, Miss Renee yeah. of course is naming this gown the Tory because that's her thing and mm-hmm. this episode ends with Gil and Kelly crying in a talking head, talking about yep, their start baby girl. crying about my tomboy Tori in a wedding dress. In a wedding dress. In a wedding dress. <laughs> so then, episode next episode is called "Fixin' for New Beginnings." This is this was a weird <laughs> random episode. This was this was like, what do we have to like fluff out here? Yeah. So we start out catching up with Chad a little bit and. Mm-hmm. He talks about how in the past year he's gotten off to gone off to start a construction company with Roy Anderson, <laughs> and they're working on a fixer upper house at the moment. Mm-hmm. They're gonna flip it, which seems good. Mm-hmm. Um, they are obviously as scared as most people would be from going from a re- regular salary to contract work, but yeah, hopefully he'll make it happen because Chad can do this stuff. So Chad, yeah, Chad is like construction god. So. Yeah, if anyone can do it, probably he can. <laughs> that man was born with a nail gun. Yes, he was like born. Yeah, he came out of the womb with it with a nail gun. Just already, he's ready to nail. fucking go. He's like <laughs> making tables at age two. Damn, <laughs> hell yeah! Chad brings Aaron to the flip house that he's working mm-hmm. on, and they walk through the area. And Aaron's giving some kind of design tips for the yeah. house. Yeah, most of them I agree with. Which, mm-hmm. how can Aaron have such good like house taste stuff, but like such bad clothes taste yeah i don't know it's 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 interesting but it's something man but you know whatever she whatever she yeah she said all the things that i would say get rid of the fucking carpet make the living room seem brighter and Mm -hmm. whatever yeah but there's a lot of work to be done in this house it looks like (laughs) but of course chad is incredible so he gets it done and there's another scene a few weeks later where Whitney stops by to look at the house a little bit and give some real estate advice and kind of this talk made about... it even more confusing because the other house they're talking <laughs> about in this episode was Whitney's that she was working on. And I'm like, whose house are you in? Uh, yeah, it was like, which house, which which fixer upper are we talking about now? Uh, who's right. cu- which couple? <laughs> <laughs> so then we get to week 12 of the flipping process and the house is starting to finally feel like a house and feel very cozy. And yep. they did a ton of work on it, and honestly, it looked really good. Yeah, I mean, the Roy wants Aaron to stage it for him when mm-hmm. he puts it on the market, but he's bought it for sixty grand and has listed it at three ninety nine. Which yeah, so that's holy a shit. that's a fucking profit right there. Yeah, shit, that's so much money. <laughs> yeah, I hope he I hope he paid Chad very well. Me too. Hopefully. Um, so then the other plot line of this episode mm-hmm. is another fixer-upper story, but this time we're with Zach and Whitney, who have just become homeowners and bought their first house. 
they found a house that they love but needs a little bit of work and they're planning on doing it to together just them mm-hmm. and this is also whitney's first ever closing so now she knows what a closing mm-hmm. is like yeah as a customer because she's is now good. a real estate lady mm-hmm. which man hell yeah yeah hell yeah it. yeah it's nice for them to get on both sides of the the, the closing experience to kind of get yeah, how you feel and mm-hmm. how to help people the best. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully it will make Whitney a good realtor. Mm-hmm. So then they bring the kids over to their house and kind of go over what they want to do, the walls they want to take out, and all the stuff that they want to do. And they have a budget of $15,000, and they're hoping they get it done in six weeks. Which, which it not. It does but not, it wasn't but too far off. No, not too far off. Just a couple weeks over, which... It's for construction projects like that, it's always <laughs> way longer than they say it's going to be. So, two, like, yeah. a couple extra weeks is really not that bad at all. Um, so, we get to them looking for flooring at Knoxville Salvage. Mm-hmm. And Whitney and Zach are at an impasse. They each like a different thing. But then Whitney's ends up being cheaper. So, yeah. yeah. Fair. <laughs> I used and saved the difference or something. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so, they got their flooring. Um, and then... They bring over a bunch of the Bates boys to help them tear down a couple of walls in their house. And then while they're doing this, they find a couple of sags in the floor. So they have to go under the house and fix it. And it was stressful to me. This stuff stresses me out so much. So much. I hate thinking about house stuff. I just want like, I want to live in a shipping container. (laughs) Yes, just (laughs) nothing can go wrong, please. I'll, I'll watch for rust. That's all I can do. I don't know anything about foundations and settling and whatever. Just... It, yeah, it was stressful. He Zach had to go under the house and like put some piers and a beam up and like to hold the floor up. But they had had a big tub on it and the beam had cracked. I don't know. It seemed like it should have maybe had some professionals in there. Yeah, but... I probably would have, but I'm I don't know. I don't know anything about this. So yeah. Um, but by week six, they have finished the demolition, the hardwood flooring, the cabinets, the arch lights, the mm-hmm. the arch, the can lights, and the drywall. But they still have. All of the like finishing stuff, like mm-hmm. countertops and but it's yeah, they're making a lot of progress though, and it looks good so far. So it does. So then it's week eight, and Zach and Whitney are finally moving things into the house, starting to move things mm-hmm. in. And I was honestly really impressed with the renovations they've done. Although yeah, I do hate I'll hate every time I see a barn door inside. So yeah, that was but that's just not my taste. I mean, it was the most like joanna Gaines' house that they yes. could have made but yeah it's popular it nice. right now and it'll look nice and it resells well so even if yeah. it's ugly <laughs> yeah well so, i was just impressed that they did all that like themselves basically yeah so oh yeah especially like installing a marble countertop and shit that's yeah. heavy that's, yeah fuck that i would no drop thanks. that <laughs> but yeah so they have their house already and they're moving in and things are looking up and then we hear the little tiny inklings of Zach wanting to get out of the policing because he says, you know, I used to do construction and now that Chad started his own business. Hmm. hmm. Basically. Yes, Which, yeah. Fuck the police. Don't be. Yeah. A cab. <laughs> <laughs> so the last episode for today is called, can you have a wedding shower without the bride and groom? What yeah. A catchy if title. The bride and groom are just being little late buttheads. Yeah. Go for it. Just party without them. Fuck them. Yeah, show up on time or you don't show up. <laughs> God, I was in such a bad mood when I watched these episodes. And my, <laughs> my notes are so mean. Uh, yeah. So I, I started off, my first note for this is, while Gil still has ownership of Tori, he wants to spend as much time <laughs> asserting his dominance over her as possible. I mean, you kind of cut to the quick there. <laughs> Damn, okay. Wow, yeah. past Megan. I mean, basically, what that means is Gil went to Crown College to surprise Tori for a daddy date. Yes. Which, I hate saying that phrase. Yeah. But um, she's just like, he's just like, well, she's not going to be my little daughter as the wedding so soon. She's not going to mm-hmm. be my little daughter anymore. And I'm like, she's not your little daughter now. She's like yeah, 19. She's an adult. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I do hate, like, a lot of the sentiment behind that. But at least he's spending one-on-one time with her. Yeah. So. I mean, I know for a fact I think. I think. (laughs) I know for a fact. I'm going back from this. I (laughs) believe in my heart of hearts that if Zach were outed as a Josh Duggar, Gil would beat the ever-living fuck out of him Mm -hmm. if he did it to his daughters. 
Yeah, I would. I, I I would think so. I would hope so. I would hope that yeah. most <laughs> most people would be that way. But yeah, I definitely get those vibes from Gil yeah. way more than Jim Bob. Yeah, Jim Bob doesn't give a fuck. He just procreated for the like dowry. Yeah, but... <laughs> it does seem like Gil actually like gets emotional about his children and like yeah. seems to actually love them like individually. So that's good. <laughs> The bar, it's so low. It's so low. <laughs> it's on the floor where we're just like, we're glad that you're showing your daughter even a little attention. Yeah. <sighs> so they go to a park, which is where, where they went when she was little, and they swing on swings, and Gil gives her a money tree. Yeah, which, you know, it's the most useful thing, let's be That's real. True. It was It was goofy, but it was just a little stick like her decorations with money yeah. tied to it, which, shit. But I loved the part where he says, on the sticks are thorns. That's so you realize living for money will only bring you pain. <laughs> what the fuck? He said it after I said, if you're living for money, it's going to hurt. <laughs> it was like a follow up. I was like, all right. Cool. Well, so here's the money. This, he was saying all these insane things. Like he said, this might be our last time to swing before you get married. And it's like, it's like well, yeah. How often do you guys go fucking swinging? Yeah, I think probably the last time I went swinging with my dad before I got married was when I was like five. So, yeah, yeah. that's really I don't even know. It was it was weird. It was it was just weird. It's okay. We just have to remember that these people are eighteen, basically. Yeah. So yeah. So next up, they go across the road to a restaurant and they get steaks for dinner, which is a big deal in the Bates big family. Deal. They talk about and talking heads how the kids used to fight over like pieces of leftover steak <laughs> as kids it's like what the fuck i know like why do fundies not feed their children enough food because i know like holy i shit. get it that steak is expensive but like yeah you, it seems like these kids like we're like really wanting some steak too much yeah you need to like set up like a rota system or something and cut <laughs> it up so like six kids get it one time and then six kids get it the next time exactly i don't know like, I get it, because, yeah, going to a steakhouse is definitely expensive, and going to a steakhouse with 18 children would be an actual nightmare. Yeah. Holy shit. I had never yeah. actually considered that, but wow. Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> Shut down the steakhouse. We're coming in. Yeah, for real. <laughs> so while at the, din- at the steakhouse having dinner, they mm. bring out pictures, and they go through their childhood together, and, of course, Gil cries. Mm-hmm. And it's a lovely... Tori keeps saying that she's not going to cry because she wants to save it all for the wedding. And, like... Why? I don't want to be crying at my wedding. No. I don't want to cry at my wedding. And also, like, you don't run out of tears or, like, emotion or, like, yeah. sentimentality. That is true. You can just cry when you're sad instead of Actually, repressing yeah, it. It would probably be best if you let these emotions out while you're feeling them and then you yeah. don't repress them all. Like, if you feel the emotion, just let it out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's kind of the whole feeling that I had about this entire episode because Tori is just the whole time. She's just like, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to cry. I don't want to do anything. She's like, I'm not expressive, but everything means a lot. And it's just like, that kind of means that you don't cry and you don't say thank you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's not great, but okay. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) So then we get a little part where little Casey Lynn, who is Zach and Whitney's Mm -hmm. baby, is getting her first haircut and Josie is the one doing it since she's at cosmetology school and she only has 10 days left. Oh man, Josie's going to be a real girl soon. Oh yeah. Um, This was actually really cute. I loved watching mm-hmm. Bradley making cute little silly faces at Casey to try to keep her attention. He is, yeah. they're so cute and I they're can't so handle cute. it. I know. I hate that they're being raised by like probably like top 500 <sighs> terrible people in Tennessee. <laughs> But they're fucking cute. They're so cute. <laughs> but yeah, Casey and Josie both do a good job. And yay, haircut is done. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. So then we get into the really awkward part of this this, this whole <sighs> episode. The wedding shower, which, man, it was roughed in on this episode, which is why I watched part of the next episode, which was worse. <laughs> so <laughs> Good. <laughs> it's going to so... be rough. <laughs> It's Tori's bridal shower. Uh, Michael got conned into decorating. So mm-hmm. she's doing that. And then Aaron got conned comes. into decorating with no decor. Yes. She nothing. was having the little kids make it because they yeah. didn't have any. It's like, um, okay. Planning is really your friend. Let me tell you that. Seriously. Um, Aaron comes in and commands everything. And I mean, which it needed to happen. So it was fine. Yeah. But um, 
they get everything set up and then we talk she talks about how at her bridal shower they had this everything set up and it was beautiful and everything and they were expecting like 200 people and only uh-huh. nine people showed up oh god and like holy shit when they switched to the talking head of kelly and she's just like it's true it happened <laughs> it's just like you there's no way anyone knows how to fucking deal with that moment like what the fuck everyone yeah. just bailed I, I I wonder if it was just, like, very poorly planned, like, last minute type of thing. They had it, like, sounds... on 4th of July or, Yeah, like I feel like Christmas there had to weekend. have been some type of planning error along the way. And just knowing the baits, that seems accurate to me. Kelly forgot to send out the invitations. They're still in the white van to this exactly. day. Exactly. They're going to find them. They're going to find them in, like, three years and be like, oh, that's why nobody came. All right. <laughs> that makes me feel better. <laughs> God, can you imagine, like, if you had a wedding shower and nobody showed up and, like, then they're just talking to you, like, texting you or whatever, like, normal, like, hey, and you're just like, hey. um, Hey, are we going to talk about this? (laughs) Yeah, why weren't you at my party? I have 19 brothers and sisters and nine people showed up. Fuck. It's the worst. So, like, not even all the family members showed up. Uh, Awful. Brutal. Then, uh, back to Tori's shower. Of course, the shower starts on time, but Tori and Bobby are not there, because why would they be there? They're out shopping with Josie and Kelton for groomsmen outfits, which, again, seems like you guys are leaving a lot of this too late. Yeah, and also, like, that seems like something you, like, you wouldn't want to do the same day as your bridal shower. Like, those are two big things. Yeah. Those probably each should have their own separate day. Yeah, or, like, do it at the same time as, like, the bridal dress shopping yeah yeah and then the dudes go out and do tux shopping but i right. guess they did change the color so whatever but yeah, yeah. poor planning nope. either way poor planning but finally they show up late um and tori is apparently always late so i don't think anyone was super shocked Nope. um and then we get into the really awkwardness of <sighs> it all because they play a little game of how well do Tori and Bobby know each other? And it's basically uh-huh. Kelly just asking them a bunch of questions while they sit on stage and open presents. And yeah. it was just oh. Tori for some reason, even though she's like very outgoing and she got uh, such bad stage fright. She yeah. just couldn't think of anything. She's like, they were throwing her like low ball questions. Like how would Kelton feel about this or Kelton, Bobby, whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> um, how would Bobby feel about this? Or what are these two things that you have enjoyed together? And she's just like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. know. Like, they should have just cut it. And then yes. like, all right, let's not play that game anymore. After like yeah. the first three times. It was painful to watch. It was literally <sighs> painful to watch. And you could tell with like how much they showed us where it was just like clips. And then it would like change to another clip like a few minutes later. And you're just like, this went on for like half an hour. Yeah. And they kept showing the audience too. And they were all just like sitting there like, what the fuck am I supposed to be doing? It hurts. It hurts. <sighs> yeah, so it was, bad. It was so bad. And then because she can't speak in public, she makes Bobby make a little speech about like their plans and their career stuff. And Tori's rushing through all the gifts, and she's like, "I wasn't even paying attention. I was just opening them." And it's like, "Yeah, what is wrong? Like, what? Like, I it's... don't know. She just needs. She probably is the one who needed public school the most, just to yeah. work out her anxiety and shit. Because, like, I think I got over my public speaking finally in, like, big fear in high definitely. school. Definitely, yeah, I, I definitely used you. to be really scared of it, but yeah, it's, that's one of those things that practice helps with that. And, yeah, yeah, especially in a safe place where if someone starts to like mock you or something, your teacher will be like, "Shut the fuck up, go to the principal's office." Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Which doesn't happen in everyday life. <laughs> no, no. And well, and I guess it also goes to the fact that I'm sure Tori is not used to having individual this much individualized attention yeah. on her, oh, which yeah. is awkward for any bride, but especially for one that has like 19 siblings and probably did not get <laughs> the same amount of attention that most of us did as children. Yeah, well, so. and she's a tomboy, which I'm sure wearing dresses her whole life never makes her mm-hmm. feel super comfortable as a tomboy. And uh, then she's also close in age to Carlin and Carlin's so fucking much that you never have to be anything. You can just exist around her and she'll take care of it. That's true. That's what it's like with Kyler, my husband. And it's (laughs) It's nice. Except Kyler's not as annoying as Carlin, I don't think. Yeah. He's just uh, the boss. He's not bossy. (laughs) He just like commands everyone's attention when he's in the room. He does. I don't know how he does it. 
I don't either. It's not even like intentional necessarily. It just happened. I know. And it's not like he's like a, like there's anything like weird about him that makes you look at him. He's just a regular (laughs) dude. He's like, he's not walking in wearing like a Cruella de Vil (laughs) outfit or something. He's just like walking in a t-shirt and jeans and we're just like, Oh, like the party <laughs> he's here like the party's here God, he's so annoying just kidding but um <laughs> yeah i don't know um the, the 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 bridal party the bridal shower was a very awkward uh, um, disaster yeah, i would put I, this one as like number two disaster to nobody showing up yeah yeah definitely aaron's was worse for sure at least yeah. people came to this one <laughs> Well, and, like, Tori really didn't seem like she even wanted a wedding shower. Yeah, she and she said, I remember, in one of the first episodes that they were planning, she even said, like, I don't want to open the gifts at the shower. Yeah. And <laughs> there's, it's like, okay, then, like, we should have a shower that, like, the bride wants. Yeah. It should be about or, like, the bride. like, just don't have a shower and have yeah. a gift table at the wedding. That's reasonable. Yeah, whatever. But, yeah, it should definitely be about what the bride and the groom wants, not yeah. what's yeah. normal or whatever. But I think that brings us to a close for this week. Do you have anything else you wanted to say about these episodes? Nope, just a cringy close. Cringy close. And I'm sure next week will be cringy. We got the wedding and everything coming up. So oh, man. It's going to be a bright stuff. purple wedding. Oh, good. Lots of, lots of stuff to snark on next week, I'm sure. Hell yeah. <laughs> Easy stuff. Easy. Yeah. It's, it's really, yeah, really not that hard. So if you have anything that you want to say about this episode or any of our other episodes, or if you have any suggestions for things you'd like us to watch in the future, you can send us an email at tvliterate at gmail.com. And you can find us anywhere on the internet at tvliterate. We are on Tumblr, Reddit, Instagram, Facebook. If you need us, we're there. (laughs) Just send us anything cool or anything you find. Um, And we also have a Kofi, ko-fi.com forward slash TV literate. If you want to throw us a couple bucks, if we have entertained you. Yes, we would appreciate it. And we hope you guys all have a wonderful Christmas if you guys celebrate. And we love you guys very much. And we'll see you again next week with another episode. Bye-bye. Bye.